Here at User Words Podcast, none of us are knowingly foolish. Okay, troll. Yeah, we, we have house. thousands of years of architecture we can go uh, over. Would here. you build your house on rock or sand? Knowing Brewer, sand because it's cheaper. Oh! <laughs> of course, <laughs> sand. <laughs> Do you still stand by that Do claim? Did I actually say sand after that, or did he clip that no, together? No, that, that is pure. Oh. That is a pure <laughs> clip right there on how what you but, said. But you forgot the part where, yeah, you, you build it on sand, but you build it as a raft, so then when the tide comes in, you wash out to sea. Editor, editor's prerogative at that point. Uh, <laughs> you're always moving. Where you, are, you decide to build your house on sand. And uh, with that... Uh, like I'd have to say, welcome to User Words Podcast here, where we got Mr. Aaron to my left. As always. Is it always? Yes. Is it always? Yes. Um, we got Mr. Brewer to my right, and he's furiously scrolling through something, probably trying to look to see if we got, uh, <laughs> if he can find his house, dream house on sand for sale. <laughs> So, dude, I'm about to look for one of those myself. Actually, how is this next to the sand? They're usually the most expensive. <laughs> yep, and they're the first ones to be washed away by That's the wonderful true. storm. We're all here today to have another fun conversation, and just doing it a little bit earlier than normal. So there might be some Mexican music in what? the background. Yeah, you. <laughs> Looking uh, forward to it. That's from the. Okay, <laughs> that's, always, that's always the rhythm of the Spanish musics. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Every song I hear. Mm. Uh, yeah, since uh, the Hispanic church meets upstairs and that, um, you might hear some of that in the background. We'll try to cut out as much of that as possible. But if you do, don't worry, you're not having a stroke. And there's actually something there in the background that you're hearing. Uh, and it's not just Josh's rants. Enjoy the music. Yeah. So, how's your guys' this week going? Good for the most part. Uh, I want to talk about it. <laughs> JK. Um, I would say my my week was pretty good. It was busy. It was fun. Yep. A lot going on. I mean, wedding I, yesterday. Yeah. So I mean, there's a typical work Monday through Friday. And then on Monday after work, I had band practice as always. Tuesday Bible study as always. Now when. Wednesday. What did I do Wednesday? We recorded Wednesday. That's right. We. Oh, yeah. Duh. And then Thursday. What did I do Thursday? Oh. You worked um, and helped move? I helped move. And then I went and recorded more um, drums for the, the Sky Rap Band. And then Friday, I had, after work, I had wedding rehearsal with Josh. Because, yeah, after the rehearsal Friday night, then we went to... The Umbrella Bar. How so was that? That was that was actually really cool. Yeah. I like that place. I, I, I was there on Thursday night. Oh, really? Oh. That's why I sent you a message saying, I hope it doesn't rain because there's no shelter. <laughs> oh, see, because I was wondering, I was, like, I was like, did he like see rain in the forecast or no. something? So I was like, what? No, a very cool place. Uh, you can go skiing there in the winter. Mm, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. So there's skiing there in the winter. There's a haunted house there in uh, October. That might be worth checking uh, It's out, called maybe. The Hills Have Eyes. 
Ooh. It's been there the past couple of years. I've never checked it out. Mm. And then there's baseball teams that play there, and apparently you can get like to go see a full baseball game. Tickets are eight bucks. And I've talked to people, and they said that they're actually fun. Mm. So, okay. And if you're 16 or under, it's like four bucks. So well, you know, shave my beard. You, yeah, um. that's true. <laughs> anyway, so we know what Josh kind of did somewhat of Friday night, uh, some of uh, Saturday. What else did you Friday get up to this week, Mr. Brewer? Work. Work. Tuesday night Bible Come study. Home. Tuesday night Bible study. Attempted to buy a vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One yeah. At least deals right now are absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. I thought it was funny. It was real funny. So the groom's dad... Um, Married him last yesterday, and and he's up there, and he's like, just so you guys know, you don't have the accent. No, no. He's like, I don't have the accent. You have the accent. This is the, the original. <laughs> I thought that was funny. There's a reason we divorced that country. Oh, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> I don't know you, don't so me. I don't have to. <laughs> um, but speaking of language. What about language? I don't know. Nope, nope, nope. I don't like language. I know you don't like language, but this one, okay, this one is not an Aaron word this week. <sighs> okay, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting. It's it's a very informal word, so it's not a formal word. It's an informal word. Okay. The word it's more of a two words with a hyphen in it. It's apple knocker. Why do I feel like I've heard that before? I don't know. What if I call Josh an apple knocker? What am I saying about him? A lot of things. Oh no, I haven't heard apple knocker. I've heard fart knocker. Yeah. Do we know what fart knocker is? I I do. I actually look up the definition, and I don't think. Oh, what's his name? Tim Hawkins knew what knew it was what when he said was? it. No. Yeah, probably not. Anyways, what's an apple knocker? Apple knocker. Uh, what the heck, Josh? You're a real apple. Is Josh an apple knocker? Um. Uh, he was about tomatoes. He was about tomatoes. Uneducated? That's I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say either that or you were. It's like All, okay. So there's two, someone. There's that, two possible ways an apple knocker can be interpreted. One could be about like him and tomatoes. Uh, another would be like someone going into a fancy wedding wearing cut off shirt in like oh, ripped okay. jeans. So. I guess my well, that's I like that. I should have done that yesterday. <laughs> and then you would have been killed by the bride. <laughs> yeah. I why well, I, I wouldn't know what to say with the definition. Well, what the, isn't that just, basically just, close enough to just, the definition? Just t- just tell me what uh, in your words. Not using like if if you were yeah. what would you call that person who did that? There's a few different ways that oh, you could well, say like, it. I'd call him an apple knocker, of course. <laughs> Okay, in plain English, a more formal English way. Well, someone that for the whole what, what I got from the tomatoes thing is that he's just spreading false uh, information, but he unknowingly, thought, but not on purpose. He thought it was real, so therefore he was starts with an I. <laughs> oh, yes. That that's what an apple knocker apple is. Knocker. I'm an apple knocker. You're freaking ignorant. <laughs> You're ignorant. Josh has already uh, 
doing the thing that we're talking about today. I am trying my patience. Oh, trying. <laughs> I thought no. I was being patient. No, no, no. no. Well, You're you... trying my patience. You're trying my patience. But that's what uh what? What are you doing? Said he's pushing your buttons. Buttons. He's buttons. he's good at that. You notice that. Uh, y'all good at pushing buttons. my buttons too. Well, yeah. So let's go ahead and start with patience and um since I was told on Wednesday that I said everything that he wanted to say. Joshy boy, you get to start us off. Wait, what do you mean? I what? <laughs> what? On Wednesday, you're like I is like I threw it to you, and you're like, "Well, you've already said everything I was going to say." So guess what, Joshy boy, you can start us off. So this way, I don't say what you wanted to say. Um, but you've already said what I wanted to say. No, I haven't. Why are you trying his patience like that? Because that's what we're talking about is patience. So kick us off, boy. Yeah. All right. Here's a question to you guys. Do you think millennials are more patient or less patient? Less. <laughs> Without a doubt. Less. Explain. Because everything is so instant. Okay. Here's why I think millennials are less patient. What, <laughs> genera- what generation beforehand has come out of college and immediately says, I should be getting like the $100,000 plus paycheck. I should begin the company car, the company cell phone. Millennials are kind of that first generation. They are so freaking entitled that they don't want to wait to work up through the workforce. I want my money now. It's JG, it's JG Wentworth, Wentworth's fault. <laughs> no, it's not JG Wentworth's fault. It's Eight, participation seven, seven. trophy's fault. Kids who get off college and immediately are like, give me everything. I want, um, it, I want it all. No, you, know, you know what? You know who his fault it is? It's not, it's not the kid's fault if they've grown up getting the participation trophy the whole time. It's society and their parents' fault for allowing that to happen. Eventually, those kids are going to have to grow up. Well, yes, but. Whose fault it is, actually, is from, wait, what movie was that from? The Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? The little girl's like, give it to me now. Yeah. Yeah. And at that time. I want, I want, I want. At that time, that was done as a, kind of a warning. You know, of, oh, was really? you know of, this is what an impatient person looks like. You it's know, nasty. And, look, and look how they got, you know, dealt with swiftly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's patience hard. is not something that's normally taught. We're taught, you want this? Get it. Go get it. Well, look, even at our financial institutions, you want this TV? Put it on financing. <laughs> you can have it now. Yeah. You want this vehicle? Put it on financing with a lease. Get it out. Now, no, no, no. Being able to finance a vehicle is good because then that means more people ever use it to get their jobs out. Okay. I'm not saying that, but, you know, and I'll, I'll throw myself under a bus on this one. You know? Yeah, you better. I, I, <laughs> you know, like I upgrade my vehicle like every two years. I don't let it just, and I buy it out. I don't lease it, you know, and. You know, maybe I should be waiting longer on that. You know, that ties into some of the consumerism and all that. Da, da, da. But instead of being patient and waiting it out and all this, I'm like, no, I want the new shiny thing. <laughs> and I, go and get it. I mean, you can scroll through your phone and it's just not one topic that's on there. You can do practically anything, watch movies, uh, schedule things, you know. Okay. I mean, but you try to have. Okay. You try to have friends over to watch a movie. Nowadays, most people are watching the movie while Facebooking, while Twittering, while Instagramming, while... Snoring. Yeah. <laughs> okay, falling asleep in a movie, that's a whole that's other thing. That's different. No, I know. Um, you know, they're not just sitting there watching a the movie. When, one of the last few times I was in the theater, 
there were a group of teenage girls, they couldn't put their phones away the whole stupid movie. That is super irritating. A group of people who grow up relying on Technology. satisfaction and the way they get satisfaction and appreciation and the feeling of importance through technology and you can have access to all these different forms of those, you know, you know, the appreciation, the acceptance and stuff on one device. It's I think it's just there's so much at our fingertips now, whereas before there wasn't. Um, so I think that kind of contributes a big part into the the impatient portion. Um, what was it? Millennials age 18 to 34 are willing to pay more. On average, will pay 40 percent over the regular price. And this is to speed things up so they don't have to wait. Well, just look. Amazon has this whole thing called Amazon Prime. Two-day delivery. Mm-hmm. And in some areas, one day. Yeah, this survey showed that almost 7 out of 10, so 69% international adults, are willing to spend extra to reduce their wait times. Let me ask this question. So maybe so we're on the same page here. Mm-hmm. What do you define as patience? Being able to... Wait for something that is not instantaneous. Okay. Johnson? Uh, Same thing, something else. I mean, well, that's, that's part that, of it. I mean, also like tolerating and, I guess, being able to put up with something without blowing up or getting carried away too quickly and reacting. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. In a poor way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with, I will agree with both of those uh, statements there. I don't know if this is a millennial thing. Or if this is just a me thing, but we'll see what Paul has to say about it because he's been around a lot longer. Uh-huh. But one of the things my dad noticed is I always seemed freaked out about my future and not freaked Oops. out in the sense of, you know, you know, going somewhere, doing something, family and stuff, but freaked out with a career wise. Because since I had gotten my associate's degree, I was just working at a dealership, doing odds and end jobs, rotating what I did. Um, and to me, I wanted to do more with my life. And my dream was to be set up, solidified by my 30s to where 40s, it, you know, I'm, I'm rolling in the good money because I have been with a company for so long. And this is not this is not working for Boucher at this point. This is, you know, going somewhere else, doing something bigger. And so that was my goal is to have a family, kids, you know, working their way to, to college uh, by, the, by the late 40s at the latest. Um, and so where when 50 rolls around, it's I can start taking it easy. So my goal by the time I was 30 was reeling in enough to be able to have a family and also be able to buy toys and, you know, be a, be a young family with the money to not only sustain, but to do more than that. Because um, the average American income, I believe, for households is around seventy to $80,000. Or a family of four. So I was hoping to be past that. Okay. Um, but my dad, my dad goes, you got your whole life, got your whole life to live. You don't have to, you know, rush and everything now. But I'm like, but, 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 yep, but exactly. And it's, and, and for me, it's like, I feel like <clears throat> I've wasted years, years that I could have used for something more valuable. So it's like a few years because to being 23, I'm sitting there thinking, you feel like I was just twenty one. You haven't even started at twenty three, and, and 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 that's what he was saying. You haven't even started living, being no. an adult. Really, you, you haven't oh, even started no. your career. You haven't started. You're you're not going to even be close to settling into a career area until probably thirty. So at the earliest, mm. that's when you'll start. 
even thinking about a long-term career. And actually, nowadays in the job economy as is, um, most people are jumping jobs every few years, especially your generation. Your generation, <laughs> people are jumping jobs every two to three years. They don't like staying in one spot. Which can be a detriment depending on where you go. Because yeah. like where I work at currently, I have to be there five years before I'm fully vested in my 401k that they give me. So if I leave before five years, the money that they've been putting into my 401k, I lose. Oof. It's only the money I've been putting in that I keep. You know, and other jobs are different, you know, depending on the time frame. Huh. Interesting. So, so, I mean, there's <clears throat> that, but at the same time, it also is costly for the companies because they have to turn around and they have to retrain people every few years to fulfill the needs that they have. Here's my advice for anyone listening. Do not be loyal to a company. A company will replace you at the drop of a hat. Be loyal while you're there working for them, as in you do your work and you do your job and you do it excellently. But do not be afraid to say, yep, I'm gone. Bye. All my bosses I've been friends with have always told me, do not give your life to the company because they will not The company would not give it to you. Nope. nope. Do what's best for you. Company will survive. Will it? Yeah, it will. Yeah. They're going to I'm sorry, but all of us are replaceable. None of us are so essential to a company that they will go on if we if leave. the whole company walked out at the same time. That, no, I said that could do something. Okay. That's, if the, that's whole, where the, the whole company walks out at the same time, yes. But I'm saying if you oh, yeah, leave. No, 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 no. But uh, so back to your question, though, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that seems like high lofty ideals. Again, this is, that was back to me saying about the millennials, how they want to come out of, uh, out of college would say, I have a degree. Give me the big money in that. But we do, we do kind of, in a sense, I'm not going to blame millennials on it all because it's not all their fault. I oh, mean, I growing up, growing up, I've seen plenty of kids get things that I'm just like, really? You know, I've seen kids work their butt off and get what they deserve. And I've seen kids not work their butt off and still get the same thing. So we can't necessarily blame it on the kids because if they're given something, they're given something. If their parents choose to give them something, okay, that they shouldn't, or, th- th- that's fine. But, if the, that's fine if the parents give it to them, but for them to expect it, patience is a struggle all around. It's just not mm-hmm. with millennials, and that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. It's people who usually are a little bit more immature are less patient, yep. rega- regardless. Um, but go on. <laughs> um, um, Aaron distracted me. Uh, you, you kicked in his ADD. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm trying to remember. Now he kicked in my short-term memory loss. <laughs> you already having short-term memory loss. He kicked in my Alzheimer's. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's long-term memory, not short-term. Um, okay, Mr. Johnson, question what? for you. What? It should be a simple question. Okay. And then after you answer, it's going to go to Brewer. Okay. In what areas do you find it hardest to show patience? <laughs> driving okay yes i've noticed that it seems increasing lately i don't know it's very on and off mm. if i'm not with anybody and i'm well especially if i'm not with anybody in the car i'm normally not trying to go anywhere by a certain time so i'm just kind of like okay lollygagging around but um, if your your target is to go somewhere by a certain time then i get impatient because just, you know, just riding with in a car with him, you know, this, this last week, you know, he's just like, guy doesn't use his blinker or something and takes a second. You're just like, dude, come on. <laughs> and I'm just Get looking at moment. you. I'm like, Aaron, what 
It's the person. You can't expect them to be perfect. What drives me crazy is when people don't use blinkers. Oh, that that bugs me too. Yes. Um, I don't have patience for that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. um, So there's that. There's the driving. There's... (laughs) What? About to get to a real personal one here. Okay. I think I know where this is going. Keep going. <laughs> Waiting for friends to come out of their house. Hey, 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 Josh. What's your ETA? Oh, leaving the house now. 30 minutes later. Hey, Josh, what's how's it going? Oh, just talking to my parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that really, uh, yeah. it really, it really hasn't happened recently. It's it's got I'll say yeah, I'll but, say that's gotten better. But I've also left my ETAs a little bit more open because i uh, like for example uh what was it two weeks ago for the podcast i was like the earliest i'd leave is six i didn't tell you guys what time i'd be there because i didn't know exactly when i was gonna leave yeah well yeah. well you know the earliest you leave is 5 30 means you get there at 7 30 yes yeah <laughs> AKA this past wednesday <laughs> so there's that one well just like yeah people in general that were like i don't know but then what else Gets to my patience. Myself? Can I say that? Can if I say you it? explain why? I don't want to. Um, <laughs> you don't have to go to specifics. Just what about yourself? I guess one thing, uh, practicing instruments. You don't want to practice? No, not that I don't want to practice. It's seeing that improvement. Waiting for to like really ma- notice a change and getting better. I hate waiting for that. Okay. Because it's just like, I wish I could just like practice a couple scales, do it a few times. And boom, and you just, know it. And then just, and I'll be a sick musician. But Gotcha. So the the waiting for the, yeah, the improvement there. Yeah. Okay. That, and I, I mean, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I think that's, I don't know, unless anybody else can think of anything else. I can't really think of anything off well, the top of my well, head. No, this is, you come up with your list of Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe you guys see something that I'm not seeing off the top of my head. No, that's no? it. Yeah. Cars, okay. people, and ETAs, and music. All right. Mr. Brewer. Yeah, what are, what are your patience thingies? You got one for me? No. Oh. I just thought of another one. <laughs> I was hoping you had one for me. Oh, you don't know yourself that well? Well. Just kidding. I don't either. I try to, at work, I've noticed my 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 practice, you know, you, you, you practice is what you preach, and, and this is what I'm getting at with this at work. So even though Paul doesn't think my job is stressful, um, there have been plenty of people who have come back, and you know, throughout the dealership, being in the parts department can actually be one of the most stressful jobs. And what I have been able to do is I've um, been able to stay calm behind the counter when issues arise, uh, parts don't get ordered correctly because when that happens, the tech blows up regardless of who's at the counter. Um, so I, I've just I've just been able to stay patient better recently than I have in the past and just remain calm. So this is a little bit of a, of a challenge to try to think. I will say one thing that does bug me when I'm on the motorcycle, it bugs me when people don't like if someone's in a hurry somewhere, they get right up behind me. And I have no patience for that. Mm -mm. I don't care if you accidentally hit the gas a little much and you pulled your foot off and there's someone behind you. So you don't want to brake check them to give me space. No, you're more concerned about where you need to be 
optimize safety, and I have no patience for that. So many people are too stupid <laughs> to worry about safety. Um, so I don't have patience for that, and you can even hear it in my voice. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really have a whole lot, you know, when it comes to patience. Um, I guess another thing would be when I'm at work and, you know, a higher-up person says, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go talk to so-and-so right now about it. And, like, I, I can stay calm when the, the crap hits the fan. But when somebody tells me they're going to go talk to somebody right now, I'm expecting them to go talk to somebody. So when I follow up on the end of the day and it's information I need, and they're like, oh, dude, I, I totally didn't talk to him. <laughs> and you lose it. And you're just like, so you don't want that part ordered or you don't want me to do this then. Oh, no, I still do. But you, you, you didn't. You didn't give me the information I need. It's, it's, you know, simple things will tee over my patience. Oh, here's one. Uh-oh. Here's one that really bugs me like crazy. When something simple doesn't work. <laughs> so, for example, here, this is, this is something that would just tee me over, okay? Okay. I put something on the counter, and it decides to roll off onto the floor. Even though when I put it down... It, it doesn't move. Somehow it moves and then it hits the floor and breaks. That's, that's what really. So you're getting impatient at an inanimate object. Yes. <laughs> I know it's bad. That's I, was, I was thinking about the whole thing about working on the car motorcycle. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I've had two instances yeah. where my mechanic words have come flying out of my mouth. And the one and, and the one time, I think I scared Aaron back into the house. Yep. <laughs> oh, I was so pissed. Okay. I love how sixty seconds ago he goes. I can't think of anything. <laughs> I can't think of anything that makes me that, that I'm not patient about that makes me impatient. And then no. we're down to things that roll that make me impatient. Stan, I thought of another thing that I can be impatient with. By the way, that's going to be an intro. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say with, with the thing that rolls, it's usually the days where it's like the little things just don't work, so it like piles up, and that's where I get. So, like putting the the vacuum stick, you know, the line that you use to you know get up to the corners, you know, in a room or something, putting that that falling down, something rolling off. It's you know, a just, cylinder. What do you expect it to do? I know, but it's like it's like <laughs> you put it, it stays, and then it moves. You put the cylinder on the table, stay. I, I I had a morning when I, I I went upstairs and I had some pizza on the little tray or whatever and I set it on the edge of our like little island or whatever in the kitchen. Yeah. And of course I wasn't thinking about weight, just distribution. And then as soon as I put took my hands away from it, it just falls over on the ground. And I just remember getting so irritated. And then my dad just starts laughing and I'm just like, Dad, shut up. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I was just like, stop laughing. This isn't funny in my mind. And then I go to the restroom. I'm like, okay, I was really dramatic. (laughs) I'm not really a morning person. (laughs) I'm not a morning person either. But but yeah, the other thing I uh, I would say for me, (laughs) one, I guess, I don't know. I I never think about that much, but now I just started thinking about it uh, is being (laughs) impatient with God for me. Man. Oh, you're getting ahead of me. Oh, should I hold on then? Hold on or, to that when I ask the question. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, but 
Okay, so you already answered part of the question I was going to ask. So okay. Hold on to that. All but, right, I'll hold on. Um, and I'll get to my – anything else impatient for you, Mr. Brewer? They're starting to come to me now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here, I'll just finish with this one. <laughs> so I still live with my parents, right? Yeah. And for some reason, when I get really tired, I'll go from my chair and I'll look at the ground and I won't even – Look at my bed. I'll just look at the ground and I'll just fall to the ground and I'll just lay there on the ground. <laughs> right? I'll just sit there. Like, I'm really tired, right? My mom will walk past and she'll go, You should, uh, just go to your bed. I will. <laughs> Five minutes later, Josh, you should really go to your bed before you fall asleep again. And you, because I'll, I'll, I'll sleep real weird when I'm on the floor and it, you know, I, or it hurts my, my arms for some reason. Just, anyways, she'll come back later. Josh, what? Josh, Josh, what? <laughs> Let me sleep. <laughs> I, I wish just... I could witness this. <laughs> oh. you, you have a little bit at your house when I'm tired and you're like, Josh, 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 oh, and to you wake start you poking up. me and you wake and you try to wake me up and I yeah, just, no, but I've never seen you just drop on the floor. But it's not like drop. It's just like I'm sitting in my chair, I shut down on the computer, and I'm just like, I just go over and I. Sit and then lay down on the floor. Oh my gosh. Question. <laughs> yes. In what world is a floor more comfortable than a chair? When I am that tired. I, mean, I would rather sleep the... in my chair. My my well, no, I'm talking like me. my desk chair. It doesn't recline or anything. My desk chair well only if I work at it will recline, but I mean my desk chair is still I would rather sleep in that than floor. Well, my head would be like that, so that wouldn't be comfortable. Oh, see, I have a racing style chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, okay. yeah, I would fall asleep if I had one of those. Hilarious. Yeah, I hope I can get this on video someday. And you probably will. Anything else? No, he said um, he's gonna leave it with that one. Okay, that's it. Done. Next, what? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like we're trying Aaron's patience right now. Yeah. <laughs> As he dies. Oh. That's enough. Well, I guess that's that's not really, I guess, patience, nope. is it? Spit it out. I don't know. When somebody repeats stuff to me a lot, like if they told me one thing once, I'm like, okay, got it. Sweet. And then just like a little bit later, they keep repeating it over and over and over. I was like, yeah, I got it the first time. It's okay. You don't need to keep saying it. We're good. And then I don't know. Is that, I don't know if that really falls on. I don't know. Does that? Could it? I it, guess it depends it, maybe on the situation. Yeah. I'd but, say depending on the situation. Okay. So for those situations that does count for, there it is. <laughs> it, uh, Josh's story about getting mad at rolling <laughs> inanimate objects made me think of something. What's that? Why do we get mad and impatient at things that physically we can't control? Like as in the rolling. I would say. The rolling um, vacuum wand. I, I think it's because then when something like that happens we well we more often than not should fix it and that takes up our time and when we have wasted time we just get so irritated but then yet again i think about video games and how much time i've wasted on that as i say and um <laughs> and i'm guilty of that too so i'm yeah. not i'm not, not singling you up i mean you know where it's like oh that thing is taking forever in reality it uh, took an extra 30 seconds and how it normally should yeah what would I do with that extra 30 seconds in the day, honestly? Yeah. It's not like it's not like I'm going to be curing cancer. 
I'm trying my own patience with my own body right now. <laughs> That's called coordination. <laughs> yeah, it's, I would expect it to be better than this. What's really frustrating is when you're playing a video game. That's a real long mission to where it doesn't have any saves in the middle. And right as you get to the end, you die. Go to start all over again. That's good level design. Yeah. <laughs> so that way in the remake, they can put in a save point in the middle and then you will buy the remake. Ooh. No, I won't buy the remake. <laughs> He's still on that. Yeah. Still on that baloney. Okay. Anything else that you can think no. about? Why? I, 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 I think one of the reasons why we get mad at these inanimate objects is sometimes, and I've seen this a lot, sometimes people think the universe is out to get them. Yeah. And that yes. the universe is using said inanimate object to Superstitions? S- slow them down or ruin their day because a, a vacuum wand hitting the floor is going to destroy your day. <laughs> you know? Or the universe is out to get you. Or I don't want to walk the five feet to my bed, as we just learned. (laughs) (laughs) If that. (laughs) I eventually get there. I I mean, you could literally just crawl up on your futon at the least. I know, but I'm that tired. I just want to sleep right there. Hey, you know what? At least he didn't say, I start walking. I see the pool table. I'm going to lay there instead of going to my bed. (laughs) Because if you would have done that, I would have been like, no. table. (laughs) No, that'd no. be bad for your pool table. No, but I think I think one of the reasons why we get frustrated with inanimate objects is because we're already pre-frustrated about something else. Because inanimate objects always do something, okay? Whether or not it makes us frustrated at that time, that's a different story. Like, Paul, that chair, you know, you were telling us about at the umbrella bar. You put your arm down and boom, it was like broken. You know, whether or not it broke with your arm and your super secret strength or <laughs> if it broke... Uh, from someone else, maybe be uh, picking it up wrong or getting mad. You know, I mean, you didn't get frustrated with that, but I'm pretty sure if people had pissed you off throughout your day and you told yourself, what else could go wrong? I just want to have a drink with some friends and you put your arm down and it breaks and you were to get like a little, maybe a little cut or something on your arm. I'm pretty sure that would, boom, you would be pissed at the, and lose your patience with the inanimate object. So that's where I was saying, it's probably something of a culmination of things prior to that event. Because like you said, you can't control a cylinder rolling off a table. Or um, uh, you set something up against the wall, and it's good for a second, but then it falls down. You can't always control that. But whether or not that you know irritates you is probably based on things prior. Well, you could control the rolling of the cylinder by purchasing some equipment from a Velper. And uh, velcroing it to your table. Well, yes. <laughs> but. Or just securing it some way. So in that way, you can control it. But I'm just. Yeah. But that's where <laughs> inanimate objects will really bug me. Okay. Uh, as far as things that try my patience. I'll uh, answer it right now. Aaron Johnson, Josh Brewer. Okay. You got half the list. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or a whole lot. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Only half that list is accurate. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Calendar. Mr. Calendar. Mr. Calendar. Uh, and I say that facetiously because, uh, you know, getting a message like the day or two before, we need to adjust the time because. I forgot about this. Yeah. That's what drives me nuts. People who do that. Not just you because you're not the only one. People drive me nuts. 
Respect other people's time. You know, uh, that's one thing that drives me nuts. But there's uh, no time like my time. Uh, other things. Uh, oh, when I believe I should know something, but I don't you know, know it necessarily. Like when I'm working on a work project and I'm like, I should know this crap that I'm working on. And I don't. I get impatient with myself oh. and, you know, the level of knowledge that I have on that and what yeah. I'm working on and what I'm doing. Uh, so that's one thing that's where I can easily get impatient with myself on that. Um, people who go below the speed freaking limit. Oh, my goodness. Now, OK, see, I they, don't. What? I say they do have a right to go under because the no. speed limit is designed for that should be the max speed to go. It, but when you're going. 15 to 25 I, under, that's a different Okay, in, in Michigan, there's areas where it says, this is your minimum speed allowed. If you go below that, they can arrest you. Or not arrest or you, but pull, pull you over. over. Let me give you a ticket. Uh, yeah. Endangering everybody on the road, because everybody yeah. on the road is going faster. I think, like, the minimum was 60, max is 70. Oh, I think down at, what was it, in Illinois, is in, in some areas, it's 45, and the max is 75, or 70, or something. I don't know. Um, but that I, drives me nuts. I, uh, see, and... I guess it wouldn't drive me as nuts if for oh, <laughs> um, uh, if they stay in the left lane and they're going that slow as My, opposed you to mean going the right? right 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 lane. No, if they stay in the left lane, which is known as the passing no. lane. Yes. Well, yeah, that's a passing. That's where you're supposed yeah. to go faster. Yes. The right it, lane is where you go. If you're yeah. Slow. So when the person that's slow is in the passing lane and there's Going below, that's what drives me nuts. Oh, okay. Because you just said yeah. if they would stay in the left lane. Oh, no. If, no, the ones that do stay in the left lane that are going that slow, and they don't merge over so we can pass gotcha. them, that's when that drives me. Gotcha. You can stay slow there all you want, but if I, I want to be able to have that lane to pass you. If no, no, you don't want to have it to pass. You want to have it to travel, Mr. 15 over with the lead foot. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, Mr. 20 know, over with Sledfoot? Yeah, freaking 24. That was once. Well, uh -huh, Yeah, that one time you got caught. In a, in a <laughs> muscle car, <laughs> late for work. Shit. Okay, wait. <laughs> let's, let's, okay, it doesn't have to be a lead foot. But what about that gorilla grip on the uh, 749 Ducati going Mr. 150? I mean, so did I, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing catch up. Yeah, uh -huh. my party was leaving me. See, I, I was slowing up. down, and then you just woo, went right past me. So patience for following the laws of speed <laughs> is obviously <laughs> that was actually the only time I've ever gone that fast. Well, I know that's the only time I've ever gone, that and fast. that was the last time I ever went that fast. Same. <laughs> the only other fast time would be you and me, open road, no trees, county black uh, black pavement, county A or something like that. And yeah. we just open her up. Yeah. That's yeah. the only other time. Say I did 136 on that one. Oh, you did? I don't, I think the fastest I've ever gone on the motorcycle was like 110. 50. No, no, no. On the Harley. Oh, on the Harley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's its max speed. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, other things. And this one I haven't had come up in a long time, thankfully, because uh, all my coworkers are professional. Uh, lack of, like, teamwork. You know, I used to have that a lot at my old job, you know, and that just drove me nuts where instead of them taking the reins and doing what they need to do, they would just pass the buck over to someone else or they'd be like, oh, no, you could do it. And I'm like, I'm coming to you because it's 
part of your job. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yes, part of being a leader is you take responsibility for stuff, but at the same time, if it's something I have zero idea how to do, uh, there's a reason I'm coming to you to help me do this. Mm. So th- that is uh, one of my little peeves as well that just drives my patience to zero. Uh, having meetings that are pointless. Oh, yes. Yes. I don't really have meetings really, but like. Yeah. I mean, pointless meetings had- are like the worst thing for a business too. Well, yeah, they spend a lot of money, but they but, spend a lot of money. They pull productivity away from all the workers. Um, they lengthen the times that it takes to get stuff done, even though they still tell them the same deadline. Yeah. Uh, back when I was in school, uh, and this is a while ago now at this point, but lack of preparedness from my because uh, so when I was doing my last few years of school, we did everything in groups of four. Like all your assignments were group assignments for like the last two years of my schooling. That's it. It was group assignments, presentations, papers on that. And so the, if the, we ever had someone who was not contributing or not prepared for the presentation, that just drove my patience to zero. Mm. And I was like, nope, I will throw you off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to try Paul's patience anymore. <laughs> I want life. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's one thing like if someone's like, okay, I don't know anything about this. Okay, cool. But if we're working together for a group project for five weeks and the day of the presentation, you go, I know nothing about this. What were you doing? <laughs> Not paying attention. Yeah. And uh, so that's when it tries my, that's when my patience goes basically to zero. Zero. You know, my, the, I think probably one of the last big things for me, you know, and this, it's kind of like that, um, uh, an inanimate object one, my dog. My my mm-hmm. dog sometimes drives my patience to zero. I can I can understand that. And, and you know that dog, he's a living thing, but I can't communicate with him like you can a child. You know, and be like, don't do that. You're like he understands no, but he still wants to do what he wants to do. And stubborn little guy. Yeah, he is very stubborn, mm-hmm. and therefore my since my schedule goes around him, you know that can mess with the other stuff that I may or may not want to do. It's yeah. like, oh, I want to do this. Well, I got to make sure I ca- account for my dog in this case. Right. You know, what, what am I doing here? What? How do I do this? And sometimes <laughs> patience just goes to zero with the dog. You know, it's not <clears throat> worth the point where I get angry and, like, start hitting him or anything. But it's still, it's like, you know. I'm excited because my sister and them are going to be going on a trip. We're going to be taking care of their dog for yeah. the time that they're gone. I'm excited to... Take care of my sister's dog. You get a little bit of experience with that, with taking care of a dog again. Yeah. He doesn't believe me. Dogs are a lot of work. No, I I never said that. (laughs) I know they are. No, earlier you were like, really? I keep hearing from people that they're a lot of work. Like, yeah, they they are. are Well, two years ago, a house sat Maddie. Um, and I'm house sitting her again. This is that that. that we- yeah, but I, house sitting and taking care of a dog for a couple of days is nothing compared to owning owning a dog. Where you got oh, yeah. your life has to revolve around <clears throat> the animal because that animal cannot communicate with you what's wrong. No, you no. know. See, I, I remember when uh, my sister and them had uh, their yellow lab Sierra, and when she would spend the week at our house. I mean, always, you know, at night starts barking and barking, either wants yep. food or obviously has to go out and use the restroom. Man, oh, that got old. And, yeah. And that, like, especially like 
when you have a young dog or an old dog, that drives my like that's harder than anyone. That drives your patience, right? right? Because oh, it's two o'clock in the morning. Woof woof. Why are you barking? What do you want? <laughs> do you want to go outside? Do you want up on the bed? Do you want food? Do you want water? Do you want a treat? Do you want to play? <laughs> do you just want to sniff something? Right. Are you bored? Did you bored. have a bad dream? Did you? <laughs> yeah. I always like. I always like seeing dogs like running in their sleep. That's always entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> you. You. You have a rough. See, this is where it's gonna be bad for you to have a dog. Why? If you were on your own, that dog's gonna be dying to go outside. And you're just going to be clocked out. <laughs> like, fine, you're not going to let me out. I'm going to do it right here. And then you're going to have a mess. <laughs> See, and I said that earlier. And he's like, I'll get the gloves on. I'm like, there comes a point in time where you're just like, you don't use gloves anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you pick it up and check it down the toilet. <laughs> mm, dude, I can't. I See, that's one another thing. I. I've, I've picked up vomit. I've picked up bile. I've picked up vi- uh Feces, uh, urine, uh, picked up blood, picked up uh, I yeah I, diarrhea. Dude, just uh. just like my I don't know why this always bugged me. That would also for Sierra when she like drool and she just have a huge thing swinging yeah. hanging off. That made me gay. Okay, so thankfully much. my dog doesn't drool. Uh-huh. But I mean all dogs try my patience at time. I love uh-huh. my dog, but he tries my patience. Uh-huh. I love both of you guys, but one more than another tries my patience. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. We're on the level of dog. <laughs> we are on the level of dog. No, you're not on the level of dog. You're We're not. one step above dog. <laughs> one of you, yes. One of you, no. Oh. <laughs> one of you is one step above. One of you is one step below. <laughs> I love how it used to be Aaron that drove Paul's patience insane. And now it's me. <laughs> yep. It's just because I'm older. So do I get a medal? It's called Aaron. All My Gray Hair. Oh. It's, they've all been renamed Strains of Josh. Oof. It's a new color. Strains of Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if I ever... Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Strains of Josh. That's the, that's the color that I'm going for. Touch of Gray. Touch of Gray. Strains of Josh is the color for Touch of Gray. <laughs> okay. Yes. So what? a question in which you kind of jumped to. Yeah. What's that? Ahead of time. Yes. And I'm not. I'm not going to ask R because I'm going to assume the answer is yes for all of us. <laughs> okay. I'm making assumptions now. I'm making an assumption that I think is true based on what I see in American culture and the church culture. Okay. What is it? Why not? Are we? Why are we impatient, waiting on God's timing for stuff? I, for me, think, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, uh, Apparently, Josh is impatient to answer. <laughs> he just wants to watch me get impatient. I, I talked to Aaron first on this one, Josh. You can <laughs> wait a second. But, 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 but it's always me. It's <laughs> always. Now, now he's going to get impatient. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> always me, and uh, it's always his time. Oh, I got him. <laughs> um. Maybe no. I will make a video for his wedding. <laughs> ooh, ooh, he's gonna look so selfish. And then people are gonna be like, should we let him marry? And then they're this gonna woman? read the traditional love passage. Love is patient. Love is kind. <laughs> it's always on my time. <laughs> They'll say, Love is patient. It's always me. It's always on my time. 
That's perfect. <laughs> Love does not boast. Love. <laughs> Anyways, yes. back to the question tonight. So why? So why are we getting? I. It's funny. Uh, for this morning for church, we were reading uh, Luke seventeen, at least the first like nineteen verses or so. Okay. And this made me think. Well, there's a couple of things that made me think about patience. Uh, well, I'll get to the other one next. Um, the first one where it's talking about, okay, the unworthy servants. That's verse seven. It starts with any of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him, when he has come in from the field, come at once and recline at a table. Will he rather not say to him, prepare supper for me and dress properly and serve me while I eat and drink. And afterward, will you eat and drink? Does he have, no, does he think the servant because he did what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty or what was our duty. And what makes it, when I think about, you know, what, I mean, being, I guess, a Christian and serve, like wanting to serve God, when, when we do serve God and are honoring him, I feel like we can get the thought in our head like, okay, well, we're doing this good stuff. Let's see some, you know, you know, some of your blessings upon us and stuff like that. And we're like, well, well, we should, we deserve something that we, I guess, have been wanting mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then when we're doing good and we don't see like stuff working in our way by the means of how we want it to work, then we're like, well, what the heck are you doing up there, God? Like, come on now, help a brother out here. I'm doing work for you, and now I'm just, I don't feel like I'm getting anything. And that's where you, I mean, I, and for me, I guess. I'd say more so used to. I'd, I'd, it's, it's something I'm learning more on now and getting better with, I think, personally. But it's where it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, I want to serve you. and But when I do serve you, we shouldn't have this expectation to get stuff back from him. Because mm-hmm. we've already been given more than we deserve and could ever ask for. Right. So, which obviously would be, you know, Christ dying and paying for all the <laughs> stupid stuff, the sins that we have yet to do and already have done. Um, but so, I mean, yeah, for me, that's, I feel like why we would get impatient with God's because we feel like we deserve something and should get a reward or a pat on the back. Uh, and I guess you could say like, a, a, well, we love being comfortable and stuff like that. Well, I wouldn't even say com- just comfortable. I'd say, comfortable. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's, I, I think what you said there about the reward thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like, when you're in kindergarten and that, you know, you're doing all this stuff to get the, the gold star. Oh, yeah, good job, you you yeah. want some sort of recognition. Yeah. Now, I'll also add to that. Well, let's say something's going on and you're praying about it and you don't see anything. <laughs> and nothing's happening. You don't see anything about it happening. Yeah. And going in. Man. Yeah. That's that can be like that's tough. That can get for me, especially. I, I'll say this for me. You know, sometimes I get impatient. Mind, I'm like, OK. Not seeing anything happening here either. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd like to see either a yes or a no, please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's a no, okay, no. But I just want to know. Can I get that answer? Give me an answer. And uh. that's part of that is that impatience of this society where we want things here and now. Yeah. We we don't want to wait on anything. No. You know, we get upset if we have to wait twenty minutes for a pizza delivery. <laughs> Freaking. And then if yeah. we order a pizza mm. from somewhere like I did this past weekend, 
and see it's a 90-minute delivery after I place the order, you're like, you will wow. just order from somewhere else and get another one and just put this one in the fridge. <laughs> so you can have your cold pizza for but later. I didn't. I waited. <laughs> Good job. Here's your pat on the back. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Oh, thank you for the recognition. Yeah. There we go. I got my recognition. See, it all worked out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in all seriousness, though, yeah. I think that's a big thing, especially I've seen in the modern church. It's like, and that's where you get some of those uh, charlatans that come up. You know what a charlatan is, right? Uh, not off the top of my head. Yeah, are, are you going to learn another word this week? Okay. Um, like a charlatan, like a trickster, uh, someone who is, uh, what? How, how would you say it? Like someone who's peddling false things. Trolls do that, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> like So when I say a charlatan, like a guy who comes into like a church and says, Come and give me $10,000 and I will make you mm. cold through the laying of the hands on you and the <laughs> Holy Spirit's going into you. You know, that's what I mean. Like, I'm talking like the people who sell the miracle Holy Spring water on the TV. Drink this right. water and you'll get that paycheck you've been waiting for. Or <laughs> this, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Like, I see it on TV a lot. It's like, Pompeii's Miracle Spring Water. And uh-uh. like they're advertising, it's like, I'll send you a f- the first file for free. And then, then they have all like all these people on TV going, I drank your spring water. And the next day I got a check for $10,000. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just like, okay, sure you did. So uh, how much is he paying scripted. you? <laughs> yeah, I say that wasn't all scripted. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we're not, unfortunately, you know, we're not always that extreme bad i would say in the church but we're always still looking for how could i convince god to go faster on this yeah why do i have to wait for (laughs) this i don't like having to deal with this issue that's man this could go so many ways um say it but because i mean obviously i I mean I've, i've seen people post on as like a status, you know, and it's like it's God's time, not our own time, kind of thing. Because it's like he he's all knowing, so he knows what's gonna happen, I suppose, right? Right. So it's like he knows what should happen in your life at what time, kind of thing. Obviously, we don't know that because we only know so much at a time. Um, but no, yeah, because I was gonna bring, I could go into a conversation of how. What was it all about, like, predestination or is, like, free will and all that other mm-hmm. stuff, which can become a handful. I mean, people disagree about that. And I I guess I was, when I was, I was listening to a sermon about, like, you know, is there free will or is everything just predestined kind of thing? Um, the pastor was saying, he's like, don't let that become such a huge issue where you butt heads and get upset with one another. I mean, I guess the main thing that's important to be in agreement on is, you know, how, or the whole thing of how you're saved and Christ being the one that died and all that, like the whole on the resurrection mm-hmm. or um, redemption and whatnot. But I mean, yeah, it's so easy to get discouraged when you're waiting for an answer, just something to change. That's either, difficult in your life and you don't see that happen for so long and then you just lose hope and stuff that's and that's where it's i mean it's really important and i've been for me starting to another reason i've 
been wanting to get more tied in with the whole Tuesday night studies and then being con- going to the Sunday morning study mm-hmm. um, is because of being in those groups and surrounding your people that want that are all you know looking towards this have the same goal kind of thing. With the, and then comes the whole iron sharpens iron kind of thing. Yep. If you don't have those people that are with you, encouraging you and helping you and being there to support you, then you're just going to fall apart and end up just being a bitter and nasty person, I suppose. At least for that would be the case for me. Well, that's true for all of us in general. I mean, mm-hmm. trying to go it alone never works. No. Um, you will run out of motivation, energy. And something will just come along that will take you out if you're doing it by yourself. Right. There's a reason that in the Bible it says, you know, a single strand is easily broken, but a you know, cord of two to three is hard to break. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Yep. It's not just let's put some poetry out there and make this nice visual <laughs> image. It, there's actual application right. there where you got someone else has your back and you have their back. Some, life is going to come at you hard. Maybe one of you goes down for a little bit. But the other one comes in and helps out. They're right there to pick you up. Yeah. And that might flip back and forth at times. So Yeah. It was funny else because also in the for the message today, there was a pastor had made a comment of, you know, as this like the we're a whole like we obviously the building isn't the church. It's the people that are in the building that make it the church. And it's that the church is like the body of Christ. So when there's one that goes down, the body is supposed to be here. To lift them back up right and keep them going kind of thing so yeah yeah that's yeah that's what i guess i would have to say on that and then but then the other part that we read i from luke 17 that made me think of patience not the whole waiting on god thing uh but it was talking about uh pay attention to yourselves if your brother sins rebuke him and if he repents forgive him and then verse four is where it really uh, stood out to me and says, if he sins against you seven times in a day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. I think about myself where I get, I'll give, so, I'll give somebody so many chances. Right. And if they pass that certain limit for me, I'm like, all right, forget about it. I don't, don't want to have anything to do with you and just leave me alone. Just don't want anything to do with the person. And then <laughs> I guess I think about myself at times. It's like, man, I definitely am not easy to put up with at times. So it's like, obviously, that whole forgiveness and wanting. Yeah. See, I'm trying not to look over there because I know what you're doing. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. So, I mean, no, it's just that whole thing of you, you must. We're not being told you should for so You must forgive them. And I guess for me, it's like, man, to be able to do that. And I guess have patience with somebody that keeps screwing up is difficult to have and definitely something I need to work on. And then obviously the ultimate example would be, you know, obviously (laughs) Christ died for us. And I mean, I can't imagine all the the patience he's had to put up, you know, use for me, waiting for me to be like, hey, come on, I'm trying to get a hold of you. But you keep getting distracted and wanting to go off on these other things. It's like, hey, I'm right here for you. Uh, can you? So, what? Not to make you crazy or anything, but uh, <clears throat> can you imagine, though, how much patience 
he's had to have with, and I'm including myself in this, okay, mm-hmm. with the crazy crap that I've done, that you've done, that everybody's done. Everybody's done. Um, it, like, think of your most embarrassing thing. <laughs> Oh man! So there's a few. You, okay, um, but I, I, I like I could think of I could think yeah. of a few things for me. For you, yeah. I would think of like idiot night. Uh huh. And yet the patience and all that that's there. Of a, he knows what happened. Mm-hmm. He yeah. This he, just sounds weird. He saw it happen. He, he was there. To <laughs> he witnessed witnessed it. all of that. Um, that's just creepy. By the way, <laughs> I I feel sorry for him. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a time where bleach would be appropriate for your eyes. Um, but I, I'm not saying I'm any better because no. I've done similar thing. Right. Okay. As your idiot night, uh, except I no one blackmailed me. <laughs> no one blackmailed. <laughs> uh, sounds worse than it is. Right. There was a fake one. They, yeah. they didn't really yet do anything, but they tried to imply mm. that they could. But gotcha. Uh, well, I'm saying with idiot night. Yeah. Um, and, but yet through all that, he's still saying, yeah, you screwed up. Come back, come back. You know, and, and I'm nowhere near being a father. The closest one to being a father here is Josh, who will be <laughs> a father in less than a year. Whatever. Well, no, it'll, it'll be more than a year. Well, we don't know. I'm just trying to do the math. Like they're saying June right now is the wedding date. No, July, July. July. Okay, so so it'll be it'll be over a year. So twenty months and two weeks <laughs> when he's a father. I'm looking forward to it. You know, and he's gonna introduce his triplets to us. <laughs> Poor oh, Amy. Oh goodness, for real though. Uh, triplets for with Amy is gonna be. That's a Ooh. pain. That'll be a long day. Um. Yeah. But anyways, you know. Seeing your kid mess up and, right. and still having that patience to say, okay, you did it. And it's not patience is, uh, okay, so there's two different things here. Patience and forgiveness. Two different yeah. concepts, okay? Yeah. So having the patience to say, we just got to weather through what is going on. Forgiveness is, yes, forgiving them what they did. You know, it's like they've never done it. Now, on a human level, sometimes, even though we might forgive someone, sometimes we might still have to break off communication or something with them because as much as we want, as we forgive them and we forgive like as in we have no ill will towards you, we're good. Like you want to talk or whatever, we're good. You know, our relationship is restored. But because of this repeated, maybe, um, maybe they're abusive in a way, you know, emotional, physical or whatever, be like for my health. I have to get away, get away. So that goes back to the whole thing with David and Saul, him being chased out and trying to, well, David being chased down by Saul to be killed, but then David gets away from it every time. But then you know, after a while, when he, David had the chance to kill Saul, but didn't, he's like, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Da-da. But then David yeah. still is, is like, you're forgiven, you know, but I won't have anything to do with you kind of thing. Like I won't be with you. In person. Right. So he has to, he had to keep himself away from him in fear of that happening again. Right. So I, I want to make sure that, the, that we have that clear, that there is that difference between forgiving someone and forgiving someone and going back into an abusive relationship that you don't do that. 
Right. You know, if it's an abusive relationship or it's something that's harmful, you get out of get it. Out. You can still forgive the person. Yeah. Um, and, and forgiving is, a. it's not just about forgiving the other person, but in a way it kind of releases you from that as well. Because you're no longer just sitting there dwelling on it and sitting there in your own head about it, thinking about it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it releases you as well, just as much. But yeah, just having that patience of, you know, that back to patience thing, you know, yeah. that of a parent or God or whatever, you know, having that patience for someone to come back and say. And continue to work on whatever it is with them. Yeah. And say, I'm maybe that, you know, that patience is waiting for them to come back and say they're sorry and they need to work on something. Or maybe that patience is just waiting for them to realize what they did was wrong mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe it, it and then still wait out that time of they need to come back and ask for that forgiveness because that's not necessarily a, a, a thing that happens instantaneously it might take years sometimes right you know or months long i'm thinking of you know a particular thing recently not between us uh just someone i know oh okay um you know where this thing has been a few months process but now they're starting on the restoration path Mm. and you know and the amount of patience that people had to have with the situation yeah it was hard at times and it seemed difficult and why is this worth it (laughs) you know because how many times have you thought that Ahmed, i've thought that many times like there are certain situations where my patience just wears out and i go why is it worth it that i continue on with this right and then so the other end, yeah, and then the other end of it comes up finally, and I'm like, "This is why it's worth it." Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going for that immediate satisfaction that that patient has, you know, that my impatience would want me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm like, okay, I can I wait. I did a this bit. now. Why am I not seeing this happen? Yeah, you know, and especially like me, I'm a programmer, so I, you know, when I do programming, there's an actual if this, then this. Yeah. That's an actual yeah. logic statement. <laughs> if then. Yeah. So I expect if this happens, then this happens almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And so I have to flip my mind when I'm dealing with humans to realize <laughs> that humans are not machines. Nope. And God is not a machine either. And I can't just go, okay, God, I just had communion and I prayed. Now make this issue go away. Right. It doesn't work like that. Unfortunately. How cool would that be? But then that would defeat the whole purpose of, I guess, having to actually now could it serve? Could God decide to do a miracle uh, on something? Yeah, yeah, okay. And I would say stuff. I mean, yeah, they do happen. But more likely, you're not going to see that like on a day to day basis. And that's mm-hmm. building patience. I think is beneficial as well because you're learning to wait out through the hard times. You're mm-hmm. learning to be satisfied with where you're at with what's going on even though you might not be able to control it and it's not to your liking yeah and that is hard that's <laughs> very much so mr brewer you have been quiet this entire time aaron was speaking away <laughs> you can still interject you can say something i was looking at puppies too so <laughs> oh. <laughs> i'm gonna start killing the internet what? How do you before, do that? Before we record. How do you do that? I know, because I'm on the IT committee. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to start it right back up. No, you don't. As you were sharing earlier, talking about how, you know, you're freaking out about, like, 
the career, future, stuff like that. And I mean, I guess I feel like there's probably a good balance between that. And for me, I mean, I think more often than not, I don't necessarily think about it too much. But I like I do, but I don't feel like I always put in as much effort as I probably should. Hence, I mean, video games being a huge time taker and waster. Right. Now, which I, to, yeah. to be fair, video games once in a while to relax are fine. They are fine. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to argue yeah. that. Now, as far as about the career thing, there is a point where you do kind of need to kind of plan out a little bit. Yeah. But not be so much. Just I planned by the age of 25 to be employed by my final company for the rest of my life. Not to that level. Yeah. Be like, okay, this is kind of where I want to go. I want to be in this industry, and I'd like to get here eventually. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. I'd feel like also, if you're like letting it stress you out to the point where it's like, okay, well, I'm 25 now, and I don't have a good as well as well paying of a job as some people even younger than me and then i just start yep. stressing out and freaking out about life and be like well what's my next step i need to find something now so i can you know just i don't know i guess stressing yourself out like that and just having that be your huge worry and focus on okay well i just need to make more money i need to find a better job i don't feel like that's necessarily a good thing either but i don't know i guess it depends depends maybe if you think know. about it yeah yeah Mm-hmm. You don't know how many people I heard say that phrase today, by the way. Really? <laughs> yep. And yep. they weren't even trying to invoke anti johnson They just <laughs> said just it. Happened. But True. okay, let me ask this question because Uh-oh. you're both in this generation. <sighs> this article says over blank percent of millennials want rapid career progression where they feel that they are financially adequate by the age of 30. What is that number? Financially adequate. You'd like what stable. Percent? Like what? Like what he's saying. Forty-five percent. Johnson. I'm gonna say sixty-three. Higher. Seventy-five. Higher. Eighty-nine. Higher. What? Ninety-seven. Lower. Ninety. Ninety oh, percent of millennials are like that. Hey, I was now, never asked. Now, now that being said, a recent study is also coming out, and you know what they're saying. Millennials are about to be shown up. What? Gen Z will be more impatient than millennials. Oh, that's scary. So you guys are finally going to be ousted on something. You just got to have a little patience first to be ousted. (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) a little patience will go a long way, sir. Right. Well, yeah. You know what's uh, so? I was thinking about this, and this also came up in my email. Uh, well, just because I was, I, I'm waiting on something, so I was checking through my email. So, yeah, they're not a sponsor, so I'm saying this now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I subscribe to Dollar Shave Club, so cheap blades and all that for shaving. Yeah. Anyways, they had an article on the because for whatever reason they like to do web page articles as well, and they are talking about guys who are impatient and unable to grow beards. <laughs> I, was like, I was like so even in that world of you know maybe body transformation there's non-patience yeah people are trying to lose weight gain muscle grow facial hair that's that sort of stuff funny 
People are impatient for things to be done before packing up. <laughs> Don't look at me. He's totally firing that one at you. No, it's all right at you. No, Mr. Um, all of his stuff is still out. Uh, yeah, usually it's down. Eat. What? Okay. Well, wait. Guess what? You don't hear. Uh, look at that. I just nice did. Nice and quiet. Nice. I just heard it. It's because my mouth was making it. Exactly. Now. Okay, Mr. Brewer, anything else you want to say on patience? Because um, you're driving my patience to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess how much is too much patience? Or I mean, because I, I'd imagine you can be too patient with somebody. How much patience is too much patience? Is, was your question? Yeah. Okay, this is going to sound weird. I, I take that as, as, as a two-way street. With so with dealing with God or with humans, it's different. With yes. God, agreed. As much patience as necessary, which sucks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it can. let's be honest. It can be tough. Waiting be sometimes is sucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. With humans, I guess. And I guess what would okay. What does it look? Okay. What would it he, look like? Here, here's someone. I'm not going to name names, but <clears throat> if someone is in a dating relationship and they give them a timeline on which to propose by, and that timeline <laughs> is exceeded, they have waited too long because <laughs> their desire. Now, you could also argue that they need to be more patient and wait more. Exactly. But at the same time. If their partner that they're dating is not either advancing in the relationship or providing the necessary things as part of that relationship that they require, you're not married at this point. You're dating. Right. You're – break it off. (laughs) You know, Um, if you're being patient and saying, "Um, okay, make an assumption here. Okay, big assumption. Josh's future wife, Amy, Josh one day becomes a drunk. Where he, you know, he's drinking every day and becomes abusive. Again, this is big assumptions here. Never, hopefully, ever <laughs> going to see this happen. I said, hopefully, okay? Now, if she waits around, like, and he becomes abusive and he, she waits, and she's waiting for him to maybe sober up, and but she's waiting, like, in the house where it's a danger to her, that's where waiting becomes too long. She can wait from a distance mm. and try to help him still. But if she is physically being abused, that's not good. Uh-uh. You, you, you can wait and be patient, but you can't be patient to the point of where you are being harmed. Yeah. That, that, that's where I, I'd say waiting too long is if you're waiting and being patient to the point of you getting physically, mentally, emotionally abused. That's a line yeah, drawn. Yeah, that, that's a line drawn. Now, again, still in crazy, bizarro world here. Where Josh is an abuser, a drunk abuser, you know, if Amy or his wife or whatever at the time, you know, is safe, but she waits and eventually through patience and, you know, whatever happens, Josh cleans up and he says, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And they reconcile. Great. Not saying it's going to happen, you know, in those situations. I've seen those type of relationships where, you know, there's reconciliation. I've also seen them where there isn't. Yeah. Josh, is there an area where it's too long to wait? Too much patience? How much patience is enough patience? How much patience is too much patience? Well, of course, with God. You know the song, seven times 70. You just keep forgiving him again well, that's, and again and again. Um, but that's, not, that's not God, but that's dealing with humans, right? Right. So, like what we say, you, you said, I mean, you can still be patient, but being patient, 
There's nothing wrong with being patient. There's nothing wrong with waiting for somebody to clean up their act or something like that. But I think it's how you are patient makes it being too patient. If you are patient to the point where you are allowing yourself to be in the proximity of something that is dangerous, then you're being too patient. Waiting for something, there's nothing wrong with waiting for something. There isn't. But how you wait for it is where it can be bad. Yeah. So that's where I agree with you on that. Or for you, after you get married, don't be patient on having kids. Go um, right at it. Ah, I'm waiting. Nine months, two weeks after the I'm wedding I'm waiting. Day. Every single podcast from here on to the wedding date. We're going to hear Paul mention nine months, two weeks. I'm going to pull out some calendars and start predicting the birth dates <laughs> of the triplets. <laughs> triplets. What if he ends up with triplets nine months and two weeks after? Looks like you guys got a babysitting job. Nope. 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 I'm not good with You're babies. their parents. Yeah. But we want to have a nice evening. Uncle Aaron. Then, Uncle Paul. Um, then you better pony up some cash, buddy. Pony up. Your reward is your prediction. What? Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) No, my reward is seeing your face go, oh, no. (laughs) It was funny. I, uh, um, anyways, that's that's what grandparents are for, also spoiling the babies. Yeah. Grandparents before the uncles. And yeah. And unless it's your brother as the uncle, then. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, well, this one guy came to church today. And I mean, he was running late, but he's like, like, yeah, I made it here on a fairly good time with having to get three kids together and get them here to church on, you know, at least to church on a time kind of thing. I was like, wow, kids are a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and when Josh has his seven kids total. Oh, my gosh. See, at least I'm just glad it's turning on to him now. Yeah. Because it's not my 12 or 19 kids, supposedly, that I'm going to have someday in the future. No, that's still in there, but he's no. the one who's going to have him He's the one who's going to have him sooner. Yeah. You see, but as soon as a lady enters your life. It's not going to happen. It's it's coming from me, and it's going to get all casted on no, you. No, 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 because it has to add to after he gets engaged portion. That's you're gonna you're, you're going to get married really soon here. It's sooner yeah. than you think. Yeah, I'm. I I I don't see anything happening. So, Aaron, I do. Are you going to be very patient about waiting to have kids? I I mean, I'm going to be so patient to the point of I don't even think I'm going to have a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm going to be that patient. No, <laughs> you'll end up with a girlfriend. Nope. Yeah, you um, nope. Anyways, you go through these phases. He does. Notice I, that. I, I know. I know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not saying okay. that I wouldn't want one, but it's just okay. going to happen. No. Find it. <laughs> okay. Find a straight guy who doesn't look and see someone go. That'd be. I'd like to date them. That's a nice one, right there. But anyways, <laughs> Aaron, do you want to answer your own question? Or? What? Or how much is two? Yeah. I. I mean, honestly, you guys have kind of pretty much just okay. taken it from me. I mean, obviously, as we said earlier, forgiveness and patience are very different. Um, but I guess it's, it's yeah, it's hard because I mean, obviously, Christ's. And God's patience for me is infinite. Like, he can always put up with me. But there's a point where it's like, if I say I don't want anything to do with you anymore, he's like, all right, have it your way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, and he, But he still patiently waits for you to come back. Yeah, that, yeah. If, if, if you do, yeah. But So I guess, yeah, it depends on, man, if it's, yeah, physically, emotionally, whatever, mentally harming you, you should do yourself a favor and not... And get out. <laughs> get out of there. But then if that changes, don't be afraid to 
I guess, get back into it and keep showing showing kindness and patience with whoever mm-hmm. that may be. Yep. That's all I got. Okay. Any final comments from either of you? Nah, man. I'd ask if you'd listen to more Reapcast, but... That's the same. Yeah. That's yeah. And I don't even need to ask Brewer, because... <laughs> I know. He got close. He actually looked him up. <laughs> yeah. So, in about three more months, he'll finally listen we'll to them. We'll get an answer. He'll listen to about five minutes of them. <laughs> right? That's like my dad. He was listening to the coping one. He, and he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I heard how you cope. He's like, yeah, you just said drinking. I was like, okay, how long did you listen? He's like, 10 minutes. I'm like, well, there you go. I was like, you need to give it a li- like a whole. You can't say that's how I just immediately yes. deal with my issues. It's like listening further. But <laughs> he was like, uh, drinking. Yeah, I knew that's it. it. He's done. like, I, I knew that one. <laughs> well, if you haven't checked out Reapcast yet, uh, Do here's it. a little demo here. What is up, everybody? Clay here from the Reapcast. We are a conversational style podcast dedicated to having conversations about today's toughest topics, faith, religion, social issues, and pretty much you name it, we'll talk about it. But one thing I believe that sets us apart is we truly want to do so in understanding. Uh, We don't have to agree with you to understand, but we have to listen to grow. So check us out. Just search Reapcast wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to check us out on reapcast.simplecast.com. How did they come about that name? What, Reapcast? Yeah. I haven't asked him. I could ask him. Or you could ask him. I could. Yeah. Yeah. Either one of us could ask him. Josh can't ask him because Josh isn't on Facebook. Nope. I don't exist in the and, electronic world. And I'm not going to give I'm a Josh Clay's number. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'm a figment of imagination. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are a figment of our imagination. Um, since Josh is a figment of our imagination, you mm-hmm. should check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast. Listen to this imaginary Josh as he talks about how all time is his time, how yes. we must all deal things his way. Exactly. Leave us a review on either Stitcher or on Apple Podcasts. Um, share us with some friends that you like. Interact on social media um, and do that. And tell us your favorite Josh ghost story. What? Because we all know what Josh in our life. <laughs> but, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> What oh is a boy. Josh? We all have a Josh in our life. A Josh that doesn't exist. Doesn't exist, but yet. A figment of your imagination. But yet screws with our schedules every week. <laughs>